Welcome to A Break From The Grind. I'm your host, Jason, and this is my co-host, George. Say hi to the people, George. What are we doing? Jason, what the, what's going on? Where am I? What are we doing? You, well, you're at least six feet away, sir. Am I? That's the, that is the proper CDC guidelines. You know how I know? How's that? Uh, Corey came over unzipped, and you were touching, so he, he had to back up, but we realized seven feet. Stop. First off, fuck you, Corey. Fuck you, Corey. Second, I had to get that out of the way. Second, Corey didn't come over. Like, he never left the house. His penis just traveled from North Carolina to your front door. That's true. And listen, we're all uh, we're all doing our best to shelter in place. Uh, I hope you guys are too. When you're listening to this, you've got to be away from your kids for sure. If for you sure. haven't already, uh, turn that off. Socially distance yourself from your family. Lock yourself in your room uh, and, uh, and then uh, take a listen. But we're back. We haven't done the show in a good long time. George, we have a guest today. So I figure uh, why not let you butcher his name? I appreciate it. I'm sure he does too. Uh, with us this evening is one of our co-hosts from the Slipperwire show, Steven Spacortelli. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing good, man. I'm just over here doing my part with social distancing. And George, I understand that you practice your social distancing by docking. And based on the conversation that was just had with, you know, Corey coming in with his pants unzipped and all that stuff, it just seems to kind of fit with, with what your comfort zone is. I'm not sure what you mean by docking, to be honest. I mean, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm Googling it right now. Right right now, dude. Right now, see? <laughs> like, like, I'm thinking, like, is, are tip, you talking about tip a the tit, man. Or? Tip oh, the so tip. docking is the adhering of two or more flappy skin cocks stretching over and under the call of duty for optimal climax inside the foreskin. That's weird. Did you look that up on Urban Dictionary? I did quickly, yeah. See, boom. Takes care of it for you. So, George, that's uh, apparently what you're doing. Uh, apparently. Uh, news to me, but uh, well, fuck it. Why you not? You don't have to lie to the people, George. You don't have to lie to the people. Oh, no, Come listen. I, I'm not lying to people. I'm down. <laughs> fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> it's basically it's basically touching tips. So we haven't done one of these shows in a good long time. First thing we're going to do is, is ask Steve about himself. Uh, tell Ask him to tell us a little bit about himself. Then we're going to go into a new segment called Am I the Asshole? And finally, we're going to finish up with uh, George's random 20 questions. I forgot what we called it. It was like something about stupid. It was the 20 stupid questions. It's 20 stupid questions. That's what it was. Did we actually get 20? We had talked about 10. uh, I did did not go to 10. I I cut it down just for you. The official name of the questions is 20 stupid questions, but we're only asking 10-ish. 10-ish questions. Okay. 10-ish. And and, uh, for Steve's knowledge here because i know you probably haven't listened to these shows before and why would you uh 20 oh, questions <laughs> 20 questions is kind of a uh a misnomer because the 20 questions bring up other questions and we go down rabbit holes uh we squirrel a good bit so uh just just so you know there's probably we he says 10 ish it'll end up being 40 and we'll be here all night so with that said steve why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself i know uh i know you're new ish to sleeper wire so why don't you tell us how you jumped into sleeper wire uh, and and all the other stuff you might be doing? I mean, I'll just I'll just keep it really simple, man. I mean, I'm just simple guy, mechanical design engineer by trade. Uh, married, have a kid, and been in the fantasy football industry for a couple of years now. Started out with Eat Sleep Fantasy, uh, stepped away from them, took a little bit of time off, and then you know came across the opportunity to jump on with Sleeper Wire and. 
lo and behold, that's what I did. And, you know, I was just starting to meet new people, recording with everybody, having some good times. And, uh, you know, they got the invite to come on here. And, and this is a nice little change of pace. Uh, I do like podcasting, but everything I do is fantasy football. So I'm kind of curious to see how sideways this thing is going to go. Well, well, this will definitely go sideways. <laughs> I will just throw that out there right now. Um, it's going to go sideways. I guarantee this. Also, I also guarantee there will be very little fantasy football talk. So, yes, this will be a break from that for sure. Nice. Hey, I just I did want to mention that uh, Sleeperwire posted that they've got a new profile pick. Steve, what do you think about that? Have you checked it out? It looks exactly the same. Maybe, maybe it's, it's, it's a maybe. Classic. Maybe there's a different color, like the the shade slightly different or something nope, like it's, that. It's a, it's a throwback pre-corona. Oh, pre-corona. Okay, all right. So you've been on uh, you've been on eSleep Fantasy. Now you're on Sleeper Wire. What are some of the main differences in the behind the scenes between the sh- two shows? Like, uh, can you give me an idea of how the how like Eat Sleep Fantasy behind the scenes is structured compared to say let's say Superwire? A lot of a lot more dick jokes behind the scenes with Eat Sleep Fantasy as opposed to Sleeperwire. But listen, that, that just means George and I aren't doing our jobs. Exactly. That's that's just well, us. Then you guys need it. to step up your game, dude. So, so we we've already referenced dick quite a few times on this show <laughs> so, here we have so i mean the problem is 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 we don't make the dick jokes for eat sleep or not for eat sleep fantasy we went for sleeper wire but we definitely do it for break from the grind well break, see, now i feel now i grind, feel a little more at home break from the grind will give you all the dick you can handle i just want yeah, to we, throw that out there we are a fart dick and boob podcast for sure wow see this is like this is like the glory hole. No, what? Well, so I, I think and I'm going to give Jason a little bit of credit. I'm down, Jerry Jones, and I know I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't give Jason a, enough credit on on this show or That's in true. life ever. That's true too. Yes, yeah. but um, I'm I'm here to say the truth. But I will say that like the the most epic thing I thought on this show is when Jason challenged Mike Wright from the FF Ballers to a naked joust. Ooh. I, I did. I We almost killed him. on. So uh, if you guys haven't listened to our best of show, I put it out a while ago. I might just repost it again so people can find it. it. It's fucking yeah. amazing. Uh, so we had Mike Wright on uh, a while back when we were doing a lot of stuff on the Fantasy uh, Life app, and we, we kind of had a, a decent following there. So Mike Wright came on. And we kind of told him what we told you. You know, we're not doing a lot of fantasy football. We want to talk more about you. We're going to do a lot of stupid jokes. Um, and, yeah, I challenged him to a naked joust. And he was drinking water at the time. And I think he he literally almost died because he choked on his water. It was, it was a a pretty good moment. It's on our best of. So if you haven't listened to that, guys, go listen to that. Uh, Jesus, Jason, you're going to take a guy out with water like that? That's I'm rude, trying. Man. I, I, he self-waterboarded. Ah. So Jason did not only put it on the best of show; it's literally on his resume. Like no, under, no, it is under, under career goals or career achievements. Almost killed Mike Wright with a naked joust. All right, so let me ask this: This is a fun game that, like me and my friends, kind of joke around about is who would win in a fight. So George, who would win in a fight, Jason or Mike Wright? Oh, Mike. 
Listen, Mike, uh, Mike uh, for sure. That was, that was, that was a quick answer there. I, I know Jason, Jason's listen, Jason's not a fighter. Like I think if Jason would manage to get on top of Mike, like Mike would be doomed. Ground and pound, baby. Because yeah, once Jason, <laughs> like Jason's a like the human blob. No offense, Jason. I love that, no, come on, but, man. That's not right. Okay, fine. Jason's like Stegpuff. He's big. He's white. And once he gets on top of you, like you're not getting out from underneath him. It's just not happening. But with that said, I, I think Mike. You know, Jason's got asthma. He's got some medical issues going on over there. I think Mike's got the cardio to just wear Jason out. Well, listen, it's hard. It's going to be hard to fight trying to stay six feet away from each other. <laughs> like, uh, he'll just cough and I'll be like, and then I'll run away. For sure. No, for sure. I, I'm not a guy who fights. Like, I've only been in two fights. I won both of those fights, but man, I think the last one was fourth grade. So, Jason, uh, I'm not a fighter. Jason, Jason says he won the fight. So, that's all you need to know. I so broke the was, other. Was, I broke the other kid's arm. Fourth grade. So okay, fourth grade. What what year? Or if you don't want to give the exact, what window oh. of time would that have been, Jason? Oh, oh Jesus! What age are you in the fourth grade? That was the mid eighties, Jason. Mid- no, what 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 age are you in the fourth grade? Uh like any ideas? Like my son's in the, the first, first grade. He's first seven. Grade? So like eleven, eleven nine, or twelve, nine, ten. Yeah, like or, nine, so, ten. Uh no, because my son's my son's seven. He's in the first grade, so eleven, ten, eleven, I guess. Mm. Anyway, so if that's the case, then uh, ninety ninety one. Okay, so which wrestling buddy were you were you fighting? Was it the uh, was it the stuffed Ultimate Warrior? Was it the it Hulk Hogan, Hogan one? It was Hogan. He was fighting Hogan. So ninety one. No, it would have been so Ultimate you took Warrior Hogan down then. Yeah, yeah, it would have been Ultimate Warrior Sting. No, so what happened was I think I've talked about it on this Sting, podcast. Sting didn't have a wrestling buddy. I just want to let you know that that was. But I, WWF. <laughs> I, uh, I got kicked in the back for no reason. Uh, I was walking reason. home from school. That wasn't a kick. Stick hitting you in the back. It's so, always no reason. Yeah, so I don't know. Listen, I was walking home. I had no. So I got kicked in the back. I turned around and the kid sucker punched me. So I picked him up and threw him on the ground and snapped his arm. Not on purpose, just like, but I picked him up and body slammed him. You know, I was, I did wrestle buddy, the guy, and he tried to put his arm out to brace his fall and snap like a twig. See, George, you're portraying this guy as a stay puff, stay puff marshmallow, man. He's over here like Bruce Lee, just doing some shit. man. Come yeah, on. I don't know about Bruce Lee, but yeah, back in the fourth grade, I had the moves. Listen, I, had the glow. I, I will believe it when there is collaborating witnesses. Uh, listen, one day we'll have my mom on the show. And I'm never gonna have my mom on this show. <laughs> never, no, ever. Oh, oh we, I am gonna have your mother on this show, Jason. I can't. Oh, she she wouldn't do it. But uh, <laughs> George, you got her phone number. Give her a call. I, I don't have her phone number. Mm, I have his mom's work on phone that. number. Oh, my mom would come on the show. My mom probably would come on the show. She's stupid. Your mom like for sure would come on this show. She's stupid, and like that's. That. So, Steve, we did the other thing we haven't talked about is uh, so we've done some fun things on the show. Like our fiftieth episode, we had our wives on. Oh, now, I know. oh, oh! So hold on, that, that, <laughs> you left out a very small important thing. Not only did we have our wives on the show, Steve, but we opened up the show to the Fantasy Life app and told them. Give us questions to ask our wives. We will ask any question you ask us to ask them. 
Oh, and, then, and then we just backed off. And the questions. That's a lot of loaded just, questions. The, the questions were just coming in. And oh, God, our wives were so awkward at times. Like they were just uncomfortable answering the questions. They, I give them props. They answered every single question we asked. But you, I don't know if Jason's wife was uncomfortable. My wife was very uncomfortable. Uh, I've also got Never Happening Again. Same here. Same yeah. here. So. See, that would have been beautiful if you guys got that, like, live video. That's uh, where you could have held on to that, held that bullet in the chamber for any time you needed it. Well, so we used to do this show in my my fourth bedroom at my old house. Uh, I turned Whoa, it in. fourth I, I, bedroom? Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Did you have a casting couch in there? He, no, no, there was, was no couch. couch. <laughs> it was, it, it was, it, there was just two, two, two desks in there. That's all there was, like two old wooden desks. And we, we had the, the microphones across from each other so we could look at each other while we were talking and whatnot. And the wives came in and they sat next to each one of us and we would share the mics to go back and forth. It was, it was something. It, turned out, it, was, it, it was something. It turned, <laughs> it turned out actually very good. It was a very good show. It was. Uh, but, but again, never again. Yes, never again. So, so I I think this is a good time because we're uh, we're already almost fifteen minutes into this thing. We got a couple segments to do, so we're gonna jump into a new segment called "Am I the Asshole?" For those of you that go to Reddit, like I am lazy about producing content, so what I did is I found a subreddit called "Am I the Asshole?" where people post a story and they ask the Reddit users if they are the asshole, and I thought, well. That's perfect for us because there's years and years of these stories. I can go back and find some interesting ones, read them on the show, and then we can decide if this person is the asshole or if the person they're telling the story about is the asshole. I just thought it'd be some fun, easy, uh, I don't have to do shit kind of content. So, uh, so with that said, we're going to read the first one now. So the first story is called, Am I the Asshole for Advising My Wife to Wear Less Revealing Clothing Than When My Son's Friends Are Over? So, this gentleman, who may or may not be an asshole, says, My wife at 48, we've been married for nearly 20 years and have an 18-year-old son, as well as four younger kids. Our son in his last year of high school, he's a very popular guy and many of his friends, and has many friends. His friends often come over to hang out and occasionally they sleep over. Our house is large, so they like coming there. Last year, my son's best friend, Tom came with us on family vacation at our beach house. During that time, I noticed he would always be staring at my wife and checking her out. Once he walked in on her changing in in the bathroom and claimed he didn't know it was occupied. He would also say borderline inappropriate comments like, you look lovely today, you have to tell me your workout routine. And and the guy's kind of weary of that guy in particular, probably because he's banging her like a screen door, but we'll get to that. That, That's not really part of the story, but... uh, So on Saturday, he had four friends over, including Tom, and they were all over for a sleepover. Uh, The wife made him breakfast. She was wearing only a uh, silk camisole and some shorts. He walked in and noticed that all four were like subtly checking her out. Uh, Apparently, she looks amazing for her age. She she didn't seem all that like uh, shy about it. So after breakfast, the guy mentioned to her and told her that she should considering something less revealing next time. Simply get dressed in everyday clothes, kind of wear like jeans and shirts, I guess. She said it's no big deal, and she the guy's being too overbearing. He's also saying, she said that they're just being kids. Now, they're 18, so they're not really kids. But And the guy argues that the son would probably not want 
his friends to check out his hot mom because she's wearing clothes. So guys, is this guy an asshole for asking his wife to cover up? George, well, let's start with you. Let's I don't think he is. I don't think he is. Like, if he notices another guy checking out his wife, making inappropriate comments, accidentally walking in on her when she's getting changed, you know, I don't think he's wrong for asking her to wear less revealing clothes. I also think he needs to address the issue with this guy by the name of Tom. Um, saying, hey, you know, Stop, or I'm going to whoop your ass, basically, because now you're a, you're a man, you're 18, you're an adult. But I don't think, given this situation, no, I don't think he's, uh, I don't think he's wrong at all. I mean, I don't think he's wrong either. But I mean, realistically, it, if if she looks that good, I don't care if she's in, <clears throat> I don't care if she's in sweats. An 18 year old kid's going to be checking or checking her out anyways. So, I mean, maybe there's a different way of going about it, but I don't think he's wrong for at least bringing it to the table, <clears throat> but may also makes me wonder, you know, if she's got a house full of 18 year old boys and she's making breakfast in that kind of getup. She you know, wants the attention, right? Yeah. Where's yeah, her head at? Is she, he, is she, he she, giving she her the attention? the attention? Yeah. Is he, is her husband giving her the attention? So, so we'll so, I don't know. George kind of went down the path I was thinking of. Like I, George and I definitely have different views on different things. So George started down the right path, but like veered the wrong way. Um, so uh, to me, I might bring it to her attention that hey, you're dressed the way you're dressing. They're checking you out. But like instead of saying hey, you need to wear different stuff around your own house, like I would take it up with the kids and say. Listen, I understand where your hormones are, but that's my wife and you're over at our house. So like, instead of forcing a woman to change the way she's dressing, like we should, we should address the behavior of young men who are, are getting ready to go out into the world and be molded. Like we should, we should like reinforce the idea that just because a girl's wearing something doesn't mean you have the right to gawk. See, like, and and you could make light of the situation too and have fun with it, like walk in and high five him like hey yeah you know she looks good but let's 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 talk about the situation at hand here guys you know (laughs) like there's there's a different way to approach it if there wasn't the whole accidentally walking in on her and didn't know it was occupied i would say yeah i I think she wanted the attention i think she was doing it intentionally for the intention and and that's why I think he he was right to address it with her. Like let, let's be honest. Like we're we're all married. If we're going out, you think our wives or women in general don't say, okay, I'm gonna wear this shirt with these jeans because they make me look a certain way. I'm gonna wear these shoes because when I wear these shoes, you know, it makes me look a certain way. No, that shit is all planned down to the color of their underwear. Mm-hmm. So, there's, is, there, there so there is no accidentally, you know, I, I'm I'm just going to put this on to go make breakfast. No, she knew exactly what she was doing. Well, yeah. see, see, guys, this is, uh, I, this is what I was thinking I was going to get out of this. George's stance is because of the way she was dressed, she was asking for it. That's not what I said. It's kind said, of what you said. No, not exactly. Not what I said at all. I said, she, <laughs> I said she wanted the attention, and she probably did. 
asking for the attention. Yeah, she was asking. But, yeah, she was asking for the attention. Is, is it right for the the eighteen year old to be gawking and 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 making inappropriate comments? Absolutely not. But as a husband, yeah, it's okay to address that situation with your wife. Listen, if you can't have that kind of conversation with your wife, you probably shouldn't be married to her. Yeah, the dialogue has to be open. And but the, the other thing that's that just raises a red flag of that is is because she's obviously dressing that way to get the attention. So there's in my mind, there's something else going on behind the scenes between the two of them for any of that to even come to that situation. So guys, uh, let's let's start let's ask the question, is he the asshole? No, but I think it could have been handled differently. I, I'm going to say, yes, he is the asshole, which I think will probably surprise Jason. But I think him being able to have that conversation with her is just fine. Well, so uh, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say they're both assholes. Oh, so they're going to pop out. Okay. No, no, no. I, I that know, is I a thing. Like, that was, in, was, was, was part no, no, of no. It. There, there is like in this in these threads, there is both. You're both being an asshole. Like that is a verdict. Uh, so what I'm going to say is, he is being an asshole because he's expecting her to change. Uh, she's kind of being an asshole because she doesn't notice these things, and and uh, oh, she, she notices. notices. She no, she she it. she. Stop and she doesn't. She doesn't notice. You're so full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> she right. notices. She knew what she was doing. Any woman like that, they know what they're doing. I got one more. I think this is. Uh, I think this one's a little bit longer, but it's also a little more interesting. Uh, it's not quite as cut and dry. So uh, this one, I I uh, I found this one. This one was gold. So, am I the asshole for serving a pregnant woman a non-alcoholic cocktail? This gentleman says, I've waited tables for three years. During my shift last night, a group of four women in their late 20s came in. They were a pleasure to have as customers. They ordered four of our house cocktails to start with and went over the menu for entrees. When I was on my way back to the booth with the drinks on the tray, I walked back and overheard them. one of them saying how she was 14 weeks along. When I rounded back, they were talking about the same topic and it was clear to me that she was pregnant. I figured her having one drink wasn't a big deal. They ordered their entrees and I went off to handle other tables. About five minutes later, they called and asked for another round. At this point, I started getting concerned, but I took the order cheerfully and said I'd be right back. This time, I went to the bartender and asked him to make one of them a virgin cocktail. He was confused, but since he's a good friend, he went ahead and did it. He trusted the guy. So a few cocktails late uh, later hers strictly being the virgin cocktails, they started getting rowdy and the the pregnant woman was also getting into it. She probably didn't notice they were virgin. And so she, you know, you know what happens where uh, it's like a placebo that she was pretending she was drunk because she thought she was getting drunk. So uh, the, the bartender created the tab, the cocktails were marked as virgin and there wasn't time for the, the uh, waiter to come and change it back. So the pregnant woman paid, hadn't noticed and came back into the bar and asked why Virgin was on her receipt. The waiter fessed up, said it meant non-alcoholic and she, she got real pissed off and asked why 
hers were ordered as non-alcoholic. And he said he assumed since she was pregnant that that's what she wanted. It was a lie, obviously. She probably saw right through it, too. Uh, she talked to the manager. The manager took the waiter in the office. Um, and he said, you know, he tried to play it off, telling the manager, like, he, he just wasn't going to be responsible for getting a pregnant woman drunk, potential, potentially giving the baby, baby fetal alcohol syndrome. So the manager took the employee off the calendar and, you know, and that's kind of where, where it stood. So guys, is this waiter the asshole? No. I, I, I struggled with this one. I really did. Like, and as of right now, I can be swayed either way. Um, do I agree with her altering the drinks of the girl? Yes, 100% I agree. Do I think it was the server's business to alter the drinks? No. I don't think I, I struggle so much with this one. Like I understand why she did it and I agree at why she did it, but I struggle with the, the whole thing of should she have done it to begin with? Like, uh, I don't know. So I, uh, I think she's the asshole because so I'm, I'm of the opinion that you don't mess with somebody's food you don't mess with somebody's drink. You don't mess with somebody's order, right? She ordered a drink a certain way. If you're going to bring that person a drink, you bring it the way it was ordered. If you have a conscience and you can't bring somebody who just confessed to being 14 weeks along, if you can't bring them an alcoholic beverage that they ordered, then you either A, have to be upfront with the person and say, listen, I overheard your conversation and I can't bring you drinks. Or B, you have to go to your manager and say, this is what I overheard and I'm not comfortable doing this. So if somebody else is willing to do it, that's on them. If you're as the manager willing to do it, that's on you. But I won't be a party to that. Like I'm okay with you having your morals and not doing that. But you can't push that on somebody else without being upfront with them. I'm just huge on... Don't mess with somebody's food. Don't mess with somebody's drink. So I'm, I'm going to take the cop out on this, and I'm going to say that they're both assholes. And listen, she's an asshole. She's 100% an asshole for drinking multiple cocktails while pregnant. Like, that is, that's like open and shut, right? Like, so you're but right. They are. You got to look at this situation and like, I mean, I've, I worked in bars and restaurants, and they're, it's, it's kind of parallel to the point where, um, I mean, obviously it's different, but it's parallel to where you have to make the decision whether you're going to cut somebody off, right? They've had too much. It's time for them to either start sobering up or get out of your establishment. You know what I mean? Now, to your point, Jason, it probably could have been handled differently where you confront the person or you go to the manager, you let the manager make the call. However, it's not the child's fault that their home is an asshole for nine months, you know, and, and, and wants to have some alcoholic beverages. Now, you know, there, there is the, there is the twist to where um, I believe it's like a glass of wine every now and then, or whatever doesn't hurt uh, throughout the pregnancy, or at least in the last trimester. 
Um, but it's kind of a parallel situation to that. And, and sure, it could have been handled differently. But at the end of the day, I mean, the person made the call. And is it the right call? I think so. But I, I can see the consumer being more of the asshole than the server. Well, here's the other thing. And, and, you know, she, the server here in this situation tried to play it off a hundred percent that she knew based on, uh, passing by that the, the person's pregnant. So we're assuming this person's pregnant, but the server didn't know a hundred percent either. So yeah, that's true. Cause 14 weeks along could be anything. I mean, it would generally be equated to that, but but it could be 14 weeks along on our renovation on our house or 14 weeks along on planning our wedding or 14 right. weeks along on a diet or so we're taking at face value that she's actually pregnant. But again, because the server only heard stories in passing, like we don't know for sure that the person's pregnant and that to me weighs into it as well. Like I said, I, I'm not, I'm not a fan of a pregnant person drinking I mean, obviously for obvious reasons, but one, you don't know if that's the situation and two, don't mess with people's food or drink, be upfront. Like if you can't serve that person, if you're going to, if you're going to take the, the, uh, reins and cut that person off yourself, you have to be upfront about it. I don't want yeah. you, I don't want you changing my order. That's valid. No, it, it's it's a very valid point. Like I said, I like reading this one. I struggled mightily because morally, I think what she did was right. So I don't want to call her an asshole for that. But like, that's kind of where I'm at too, George. I agree with Jason. Where if they ordered a, a something a specific way, your job as a waiter or a waitress is to submit the order the way the your customer wanted it. Uh, they're paying you for something to have it a certain way. That's the way that they should get it. So it, it's a it's a deep struggle for me, and I'm just going to take the cop out and say they're both assholes. <laughs> Taking the easy way out. Jake, George, just, hey, Jason taught me something. He I, after the last one, I found out. Hey, you know, you don't really have to make a decision. You could take a cop out. Listen, there are circumstances where everybody's an asshole. I actually looked for. Uh, circumstances when I was going through these where it wasn't obvious that one side or the other was an you asshole. You found two or not. of them. I mean, I did. I found two two pretty good ones. There, you know. Listen, uh, if we if we do more of these, there's like years and years of this I can go back and read. So, like, I <laughs> I really love simple, easy content. You're gonna get more of. Am I the asshole? Jason loves content that is done for him to where he doesn't have to do any work. That's exactly. I mean, I was just, just going to say, so at, at what part of your day at your place of employment, do you spend the time to come up with this content to read through these? Oh, no, no, no. I do this at home. Sure. I, sure. You I, do. I do not do this at the factory. George, I, he, do you buy this? I do. Especially seeing our manager listings. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but no, we're honestly, uh, Jason does. I've seen him do this stuff on, on his lunch break. And yeah. I, I've seen him do it at home. I don't think I've ever seen him do it at work. Yeah, this is uh, so I like my job. Kudos way too to much. you, Jason. You're part of like the one percent in the world. No, so uh, listen, I will spend my whole half hour lunch break uh, scouring the internet's for the things I care about. But uh, I really, I really like my job. 
and it it uh, it pays me pretty well. And uh, I don't want to lose it because I'm looking up. <laughs> oh, am oh, I the you, asshole on Reddit? Yeah, I was like, you don't want I mean, to lose fair. it for you don't want to lose it over a free podcast, right? Like a exactly new right. Getting paid anything for? Hey, where like five people listen. Take a leap of faith, man. Take a leap of faith. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm on two unpaying podcasts right now. I'll have you know. <laughs> so we're 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 gonna move on to uh, the next segment. It's gonna be the the twenty stupid questions. But we're only asking 10-ish tonight. Ish. 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 Yeah. Um, so, Steve, as we told you earlier, these are just basically the most random questions I could come up with. Uh, Jason has... That's got to be very interesting. Jason has no clue what they are either. I'm the only person that does. And what I'll do is I'll ask the question and you two get the answer. Okay. Um, first one. Here we go. What is the one thing... What is the one opportunity that was presented to you that you turned down and now regret? If you don't have one, what's something you've done that you do regret now? Wow. I told you they're random. Doing this podcast is not a valid answer. <laughs> so here, I'll give you I'll give you the one for me while you think about it. Um I had an opportunity when I came back from Iraq to go to Australia. Uh, this is, and, and my wife is well aware, this is the one thing I wish I would have done. And to this day, I regret not going. Um, I came back from Iraq. My wife got pregnant and it was, she was only like three or four weeks along. And I had an opportunity to go to Australia. Um, I was going to go from Florida to California, being in California for a couple of weeks, doing the prep buildup. Then we were going to uh, jump on a boat, sail to Hawaii, be in Hawaii for a couple of weeks, then jump on another boat, sail to Australia. And we were going to be basically in the outback of Australia doing military operations with the Australian Army. When we were done, we were going to sail back to Hawaii, be there for a couple of weeks, back to California, and then home. Being the fact that I had just got back from Iraq and my wife was pregnant, I decided not to go more so at her request than mine. And her thing was, she didn't want me to miss the birth of my daughter. And, and that was a legit concern that I didn't want to miss, but had I gone, I would have been back in time to watch my daughter be born. So that, yeah, I mean, it was tough for George cause he was back for a week. She was three weeks pregnant. He already it, missed the conception. He didn't was, want to miss it the was birth. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that, that, that is the, the, I I have I, I I say I only have two regrets in life, but I think that is the biggest one. So that that that's mine. See, I would say for me, like it's just simple because I I I live and do things and to try to live without regrets. Yep, is I would say like you know not immediately going to college right out of high school. You know, I think I, I think I lost some time in life you know, as far as career wise because of that. Um, but outside of that, man, just, you know, like all of us, you, you, you make some bad choices in your younger years during your partying days or whatever. And sometimes you get caught. Sometimes you get, sometimes you don't, but yep. I mean, outside of that, I don't know, man. I, I just, I really try to live without regret. Okay. Jason. So what's tough is, is it used to be a regret, but it's not a regret anymore. 
Uh, I had a job offer after United Space Alliance and the space shuttle program went under. Uh, I, I got offered a pretty decent gig in another state. A uh, family member was a, would have been able to get me uh, a pretty good paying job. And we turned it down because we had one kid. We were getting ready to have another kid and our family structure is here. Like they're still here. So it would be hard to take our kids away from like my parents and her, my wife's parents. So we didn't go at the time. And for a while after United Space Alliance, we struggled because I got on another job and I'd gone from a job paying $23, $24 an hour. We're talking back in like $2011, right? So $23, $24 is like $30 an hour now, right? Yeah. So with inflation to, to making $18 an hour with no hope of overtime. So, you know, I took a $6 an hour loss, plus I lost at least 10 hours of overtime a week. So we we struggled for a good while while I was at that job. So for a long time, I regretted not taking that other job. And it's worked out because I'm at the factory now. Um, you know, I've worked there long enough and, and I've done enough there to, to be in a really good position there. So, you know, it was man, it was a tough couple of years and I regretted not taking that other job, but it's worked out for the best. Question number two, uh, Jason, I'll throw this one to you first. Uh, Steve, you can follow it up. Uh, what are you planning on doing with your COVID-19 tax refund that the Senate and house just passed? Uh, I could give you a fun answer. Like I'm planning on going out and blowing it, but like, <laughs> no, I'm you're not, you... you're not, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to give you the honest, like super morbid. Cause I told somebody this at work and they told me it was morbid, but I'm going to give you the honest, like morbid answer is that it's going into the savings account because I am diabetic with high blood pressure and asthma like a decent case of asthma. So like if I get it, like I have higher than everybody else's odds of like not coming out of it. Right. Like my odds are not very great compared to every other person. I'm putting the money in the bank in case something happens to me. So my wife has like a cushion. Steve. And this is why I told you Mike Wright would whoop his ass. Um, That just validated it right there. Yeah. No, Absolutely listen, it, under normal circum, non-COVID circumstances, I would just let my blood sugar go real low. I'd get all crazy and kick his ass. <laughs> He's going to come at you coughing, and Jason's like, fuck that. I'm running the other way. <laughs> no, I'll let my foot rot off. I'm up on Mountain Dew. I'll eat your ass. <laughs> I'll, I'll let my foot rot off, cut it off, throw it at him. There you go. There you <laughs> and go. And hop at him. Uh, how about you, Steve? You got any big plans for this? Uh... COVID-19 tax refund you're about to get? So, I mean, you could take it and have oh, a pretty gonna... good time at the strip club when they open back up, you know, but... Oh, I thought you were offering it to me. Uh, no, no, You no, said no. you could take I mean, it. Unless you're going to, unless you're going to strip. Don't tell man, me. Oh, don't, don't do that. He'll do it. Uh, <laughs> man, how sad are strip... How said this is the... <laughs> The, uh, the All of a sudden, George's video comes video out. Look at that. Yeah, oh, don't, man, don't take look. your shirt off, man. You're just ruining oh, there the it audio. Is. There it is. He You're just, just ruining the audio. He just, drops, he just drops a nip in there, folks. George's nip is nice. And the, the religious right must be loving this because all strip clubs like six feet away. Yeah. Some of them are like food delivery services now. Yeah. They oh, God. They're doing yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're closed down. They got to do something, you know. But no, in all, all seriousness, I, like 
for mine, I mean, I'm the, I've always been a firm believer in life, you know, growing up without, without a lot to where you, you have a nest egg for certain circumstances in life. So, I mean, if shit were to really hit the fan, I'd be okay for a while. So, I mean, that's something that, you know, I can take and I could put towards my kid's college fund. You know what I mean? It's just, yep. it's extra money, you know, it, it, as long as I don't need it, you know, I'm, I'll make it liquid for a while. And when things are okay, then I can just push it towards this college fund. Yep, that's, I'm gonna do the same thing as Jason. Just gonna go in the bank. I got no reason. Yep. I got no reason to spend it. Um, fortunate, like Jason said, you know we're we're still working. Uh, I pulled damn near seventy hours this week. So obviously, again, part time in it, man. I know. You, just like, you know, you're only working half days. I know. Come on, George. But uh, no, we're very very blessed that. Uh, our, our, our establishment of employment did not shut down and we're not going to. So I'm still going to be getting my normal paycheck. So it's just going to be uh, extra cash. So I'm just going to put it right in the bank and let it sit there. George's normal doing- paycheck is his, him selling his ass on the corner. So remember that. Oh, did you see Times those? Da- tough right now. Did you see those dance moves? Do you need to see him again? I, I, I I'll, no. I, no. Okay. He, right, he's I'll bringing leave- the nip back out. The nip's coming yeah, back I'll out. I'll leave back the shirt on. <laughs> Yeah, listen, so, uh, I was going to get up and back that ass up, but I didn't. I didn't know if you were ready for that. That's a lot of ass. <laughs> as long as you're not dock, as long as you're not docking the screen, I'm good. <laughs> oh, we so, don't want to. I thought. I thought at the end of this, we were all three going to touch tips at the screen. That's some long distance <laughs> shit. There, I mean, I can do it. I don't know about you guys, but I mean, I, I'll have to I, lay I right on the screen. Yeah, I'll say, <laughs> I, I can't. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to put the screen on the floor and lay down straight on it. To just maybe, maybe, just maybe touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So let, let's move to question number three, Steve. This one goes to you first. Okay. What's one food that you enjoy that others may find gross? And what's the weirdest thing you've eaten? Wow. One food I enjoy that others might find gross. Uh, venison. Um, I mean, I, I, I hunt as a hobby. Not a lot of people enjoy venison, but I, but I like it. And what was the other part of that? Uh, what's the weirdest thing you've eaten? Man, I mean, I've eaten anything from like alligator to shark to squirrel to rabbit. I mean, I've eaten all kinds of random stuff. And if it's if, if it's not going to kill me, I mean, it's, it's worth a try. I mean, I've had, we actually have, not too far from me, there's a, a, a very well-known candy store uh, in the state of Michigan that's like Royal Oak area that sells stuff like... Uh, you know, ranch covered crickets and oh. things like that. I've tried that. It's it's not bad. It's all right. Oh, it's disgusting. Jason? Well, hey. Uh let's see. So weirdest thing I've had is like chocolate covered ants. Like I think that's probably the weirdest. I've done alligator. I don't think I've ever ever had squirrel, but I've never um, had squirrel. So you know, uh the one thing we should all avoid apparently is bats. Yes. That's stay, that's stay away know, from the bats. I, why? What's wrong with bats? You never had bat soup? No, I mean raw bats. One guy, one guy did, and look what happened. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, apparently, apparently he needs a stronger immune system. Yeah, so do we all. Now, so <laughs> you know, it'd be funny uh, if, if Ozzy Osbourne. Listen, it's never funny if anybody dies. So okay, that, the funny Obviously, is an right. odd. Funny is an odd word, but like it would be uh, ironic if Ozzy Osbourne caught coronavirus, a disease from eating a bat. Yes. And died from it back After, in like the 1970s. Yeah. It would be like Bat One, Ozzy One. Yeah, it'd be tied. 
tied. And and the like you can't play that. I, think, I guess you can I, play it in the afterlife. Is, is Sharon going to break the tie? Sharon would have to break the tie. Ozzy might be the keeper to the cure. He, he might be, dude. He might. Well, listen. For like, there are some people you out get there. Him now. Like Mick Jagger, that dude is probably never going to get it. Like, they've just got so much shit running through their body, and, and it's, cocaine has killed. I mean, they've 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 killed so much with cocaine. Like, they're just look what it did to Rick James. Yep. Uh, I don't know if I answered the whole question, but I think I'm good. That's fine. So, <laughs> the, the weirdest thing I've ever eaten is camel. That's the weirdest thing I've ever eaten. That was when I was camel toe. Well, I've had that too, but uh, straight camel, like you know, with a hump on his back, a little fur, kind of walks around. Did funny. you eat the hump? Like, is the hump the part I, you I eat? Don't, is that? T- I don't. I don't know what part of the camel I was eating. I think that'd be my first question. That always reminds me of the the movie Rush Hour. Remember, he's like, we asked him what he's eating. He said, "Camel's hump." Camel's hump. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that would be, wouldn't that? But wouldn't that be your first question, Steve? Like, if you were to eat camel, like if they were saying, "Here, here's some camel," wouldn't you ask what part of the camel it is? Like, would you at least ask if you're eating the hump? I mean, that would be the first portion that would come to my head uh, because I mean that's like a water reservoir and whatnot. You know, it's juicy. yeah. Moist and flavorful. Well, I will say mm-hmm. this. It wasn't juicy. It wasn't moist. Just like the camel toe. It, it was, was dry. It was, it was actually, it was, it was really tough. It really, camel's a tough meat. It really is. It'd been beat up a little bit. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, uh, after I got out of high school, I did like a three week trip to Europe. And, you know, we did Austria, we did Germany, we did Switzerland. Um, we did Italy. So Switzerland was the last stop and we were going to the Alps and we were going up, um, you know, like a sky bucket to the top. Cause my fat ass wasn't walking up the Alps. You know what I mean? Like I'm taking the sky bucket. I paid the extra. And on the way up, we see all these cows, you know, just free roaming on the mountain. We get to the top and it was the last stop. And we'd been there for three weeks. We'd been eating all the European food and we kind of missed like real American food. Right. So when we get to the top of this, the, the mountain there, there was a fifties diner, like an American fifties diner. And we're like, cool, let's go over to this American fifties diner. Let's get some American food. We're stupid tourists. We're not enjoying the last bit of like European food that we could get. We're like, I'm going to get a burger and fries. And we, we all order hamburger. We all order fries. We start eating our burgers and they're just a little bit off, right? Like it's, we're like, well, maybe it's a difference between like American additives and all this weird shit that Americans put in their food. And we asked the waiter, we're like, Hey, so the hamburger, what is, what is in this? What do you guys put in this? And it was goat burger. And I just, I just remembered thinking like, there's all these fucking cows all the way up this mountain. And why am I getting served a goddamn goat burger? (laughs) Uh, Listen, it was okay. No, it was okay. It was just, you know, if the meat, the the, the texture was off. That's all. Yeah, if if you weren't expecting a hamburger, like it was pretty good food, but like you're expecting like a good old fashioned like beef American hamburger, and totally wasn't that at all. You know what this that that whole story kind of reminded me of a little bit because you you started out with you're like you know my fat ass and you're talking about you know being over there or whatever. You, you guys know who John Panette is? No, I don't. So he's a he's a former comedian. The, he has passed on, uh, but he he was the heavy set guy, and he's funny as hell. Corona you know, get him? No, the Corona didn't get it. The, okay. the food got him a long time ago. Uh, but 
like look him up. He's he's a very funny comedian, but he had this one skit where it's called France and Italy. And he talks about his time being in France and just the type of foods that are over there or whatever and how he was getting tired of it and he wanted like, you know, he wanted some pasta, he wanted something heavy. And uh one of the guys that he was with or whatever you know, said that they were only 45 minutes away from Italy and just the, like the whole skit, you, you need to listen to it. Look him up because he has a lot of funny stuff in general because a lot of his show and his comedy, just he makes fun of himself being a heavy set guy. So I just look it up. If you guys have never watched John Panette, check him out. He's funny as hell. Listen, I've got to stay home every weekend. I will eventually have time to watch John Panette now. Dude, he's funny. He is. I'm slowly starting to burn through the backlog of stuff I really need to see. So he'll be on the list. <laughs> You're on the list. All right. Question number I am f- on the list. Question number four. You have a year off from work to do anything you want. Money for you is not an option. What do you do? Man, I'm going to, I mean, once the COVID passes, I'm going to go to all around the world and golf. I'm an avid golfer. There's a lot of nice, nice golf courses and there's a lot of cool shit to see around the world. And if money is not an option, I'm golfing at the best golf courses and I am seeing some of the greatest things that the planet has to provide as far as scenery, visit, good times, whatever. I don't care. That's what I'm doing. I'm traveling the world. Jackson? Man, it's tough. I mean, listen, travel, obviously, there's so much stuff in this country I haven't seen. I want to go to Alaska. I want to go to Hawaii. I want to go back to Niagara Falls. You know, traveling is the big thing for for my wife and I because, you know, for a long time, we we don't take a lot of vacations. We don't have a lot of money for a lot of vacations. So, uh, obviously, it's it's just traveling. I I do want to say, though, like, I don't think I'd quit work right away. My buddy used to say this all the time, uh, a friend of mine he'd say he wouldn't quit work. What he would do is he'd come to work every day, surf for porn on his work computer until they caught him and (laughs) fired him. He just wanted to see how long they'd catch it. It would be, he'd do no work whatsoever, help nobody out. He'd do, he wouldn't do his job at all. And when people came up behind him to see what he was doing, he wouldn't shut it down. He'd just keep it going and see just how long it would take for them to get rid of him. <laughs> I'd be like, what? what? What's going on? What? Did I do something wrong? This is this is a good show, guys. Check it out. This is for educational purposes only, by the way. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, sexual education. Yes. You know? So I, I agree. I think traveling is is by far, in a way, the, the absolute right answer here. Um, I, I Originally, when I came up with the question and thought about it. I thought I would travel the United States to go see all this stuff in, in the United States. Cause like say what you want, but the United States offers a lot for you to go see. Like there's oh, yeah. a lot of things that I, I haven't seen that I still want to before, before I croak. But I, I agree. I think going, if I got a year, like I could probably see everything in the United States that I want to see probably in the first five to six months. And then after that, I'm going to go around the world and see what I want to see around the world. So I, you know, when this is going to happen is like when you're 70 years old with your friends or probably. whatever, and it's going to be like that movie, The Bucket List. Yep, probably. Jason, I'll, I'll get us a Cadillac, and because our wives will no longer be with us, and you and I will just travel the U.S. as two old fucks. That's fine. Oh, yes. like Thelma and Louise. <laughs> as long as I don't have to die at the end by driving over some cliff, like that's cool. I get no, to be choose, Thelma. Choose I, your own path. Yeah. I mean, can I be Thelma? Jump in, we could jump down Niagara Falls. It's fine. 
<laughs> in a barrel. Let's do yes. Yeah, I mean, I'll have to lose weight so I can fit in the barrel. But yes. No, Jason, they can make a barrel big enough for you. Relax, just relax. Oh do yeah, we have money. I can money, buy a big right? barrel. Jeez. <laughs> Quit being so damn. I, mean, I have to bring unlimited amount of money. Yeah, but Steve. I have to. I I have to hire somebody to bring the barrel. If that's what you guys are going to do, you have the money to do it, Jason. Start out at the bottom, do some day drinking, floating around in a barrel. Somehow get your barrels up top, and then just go from there. Just whatever oh, happens. Absolutely, happens. I'm going butt naked in the barrel. Like, like I'm just gonna be. Just don't, naked. don't, don't bring it up on video again. I don't want to see it. Just don't do it. <laughs> well, well, you know, I am following the rules of the show. I'm not wearing pants right now. <laughs> George, do me a favor when he leaves. Who is? When when he leaves, show me again. <laughs> Hold on, I'll show you right now. Hold on one sec. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, Jason, you know Steve, you, you have Steve, pictures on your phone. Don't lie. Steve, close your eyes. <laughs> no, not doing it. Question, avert, question, avert your gaze. Question. I secretly want to see. <laughs> <laughs> question number five. Tell me something that happened that embarrassed you. Mm. So I'm going to jump in and just say I don't get embarrassed, and we can move on from me. That, that's that's pretty much yeah it. i kind of just i just kind of laugh at myself you know when, yeah. when shit happens what are you gonna do man you just laugh and have fun with it and move on so i i i think the most embarrassing thing for me is, is as an adult i got so drunk one night i shit my pants that was pretty embarrassing that's awesome and then my wife had to clean me up and and i shit okay i shit my pants in the back seat of the car and her best friend was in the car with us it was a hell of a night I tried to I tried to fight somebody that night because because we were we were at the bar and somebody she said that guy just touched touched my ass and me being dumb and drunk I said which one I'll go kick his ass and they drug me out. But was she dressed like she wanted it? I I don't honestly don't remember what Tracy was wearing and I didn't mean to throw her <laughs> name. There it is. Hi Tracy. She's not listening. True story. It, I'm not embarrassed by it. It's funny we've we've laughed about it for years. So my bachelor party. Okay. Um, it was just, a, everybody met up at a bar. We had a party bus, bunch of coolers, blah, 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 blah. Go downtown Detroit, have a good old time, go to the casinos, uh, go to the strip club, do whatever, have a good old time. Meanwhile, I'm just rocking back beers, but drinking whiskey too, at the same time. Like I'm just mixing like crazy. We go through, we have a good night. Bus brings us back to the bar order a bunch of pizza. We're winding down the night, blah, 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 playing some pool. So I'm like, all right, I'll be back. You know, you, you get to that point where you're just extremely hammered to where it's like, you don't even know where you are. You don't even know what you're doing, blah, 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 blah. So I go into the bathroom, go into a stall to take, to take piss because everything else is, you know, filled up. And I end up just, taking a seat in the stall afterwards and I fell asleep <laughs> in the stall in the bathroom at this bar. And what woke me up was the bar was closed. I heard the vacuums going because they were cleaning that place up. I get up. I look at my phone. It's like 2.45. The bar is like maybe a mile and a half from my house. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I walk out of there. They're closed. So I start walking back to my house. So same night, obviously, my you know my wife goes out for her bachelorette party, and she was meeting back at my house. So I'm walking, and I get to the point where all I gotta do is cross uh, cross the street to you know get to where my house is or whatever. 
And I literally, I watched my wife pull down, pull into my street, get out of her car, walk into my house. And then I walk in right behind her. And she's just like, you're just getting here. I said, yeah, I just walked home from the bar. She's like, you walked home. I said, yeah, I said, I, you know, got pretty drunk and I ended up falling asleep in the bathroom in the bathroom stall of the bar. And I mean, it's a true story. I'm not embarrassed by it. It's funny as hell. We still joke about it to this day. No, that, me and everybody what, else. That's pretty what kind of friends do you have that left you in the fucking bathroom? I'm apparently not good ones. You know, they're all like, hey, you know, where's Steve at? It's all oh, he went to the bathroom. And then obviously everybody else is going to keep partying and keep going, having a good old time or whatever. But, you know, I just, it's just the way it worked out. And it, it is what it is. You know, it makes for a good story. <laughs> and the bar didn't check the bathrooms before they closed. That's my other favorite part. No, I, that's the best. That's the funny part because I almost wonder what would have happened if, if for whatever ungodly reason, as hammered as I was, why did I hear vacuum cleaners? You know, if I didn't hear those vacuum cleaners, those saviors, man, I, I would have been locked in that bitch. That, that's absolutely hysterical. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just funny. Like, could you imagine walking out of the bathroom stall and they're vacuuming? You're like, where the fuck is everybody? Why the fuck am I? Well, that bar? actually happened. So, so the funny thing is, is this bar I used I used to go to a lot. I mean, I I used to go there and I would play pool. The guy that uh, ran karaoke there, I'd go there and I'd play him play pool for beers all night long. And so, I mean, I knew everybody there very well. And I came walking out of there, and one of the one of the servers there, she just looked at me, and we both just started laughing as I walked out the back door. Like, what are you gonna do? You know, <laughs> there's no need to apologize, no need to anything. It's just it is what it is. You just laugh and you go about your day. All right. We're going to move on to question number six. Um, for this one, I request no going to urban dictionary. Would you rather go, Oof. would you rather go munting or participate in Bosnian seesawing? Munting or Bosnian seesawing? Yes. Listen, nothing good happens in Bosnia. I'm going munting. You know what? I'm going to, I'm living on the edge. Bosnian seesawing. Okay. So, Jason's going munting. Munting is a variation of necrophilia involving two live people and one dead, male or female. To munt is to find and dig up a semi-decomposed corpse. One person then goes down on said corpse, while the other one jumps on the head of the person's (laughs) stomach, causing the juices, decomposed organs, etc., to be forced from all orifices. (laughs) <laughs> These are then drank by the person orally connected to the corpse. So, Jason. Well, listen, I'm, Jason, I'm golden. I'm the guy jumping on the stomach. Uh, <laughs> now, now, hold on. That's 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 going to take COVID to a whole other level. Winner. <laughs> listen, if you're dead, I don't think you can have COVID. <sighs> you might have. Well, you're going to get something else. I know. <laughs> I'll get something else for sure. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure those other things they've got cures for. So. The Bosnian seesaw. Steve, I think you won with this one. Uh, When a man needs to pleasure two females at once, he puts a strap on backwards and throws back and forth while a girl is bent over in front and behind him. That is a Bosnian seesaw. Yes, yeah, I'm going to say that I'm the winner on that. Yeah, I think you won. Listen, all I got to do is jump on some dead guy. (laughs) There's labor involved. You got to dig him up too, Jason. And then, oh, well, that's you gotta, but listen, I still partake. I got all the money I want. You got part, 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 I got all the money I want. Listen, you you said it. You said it yourself. Okay, 
Here's what you said. You said, you and me, when we retire, we have all the money we want and we're going to travel. I said, I'm the guy that jumps on the stomach. That automatically makes you the guy on the receiving end nope. of all the juices. That's not true. That is absolutely not true. That's just dirty pool, man. I That's just want dirty and, pool. And I had all the money I need to pay somebody to dig up the corpse. I, I, all right. So without going to Urban Dictionary, how do you guys feel about being boom jocked? I mean, I probably feel fine with it. It's got to have something to do with like sweaty jocks. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't think I would appreciate that. Okay. Now, now that we've settled that, take a look on Urban Dictionary and see how you feel about being boom jocked. Often referred to as freakishly large, monster sized, big black, continental African elephant cabular member. <laughs> uh, let me see. Most commonly used to describe the act of being ass-raped by a Sunday's elephant dong. The originators of this term, while working in the Bering Sea, commonly use this term to emphasize how shitty something is. Or a beer-drinking game using Keystone Lights, can hole case, while creating effing ridiculous rules as you go. Yeah, I like the second one better. <laughs> <laughs> I'd much rather be part of the second version of that. Uh, I'm not that I, phrase. I, 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 ab- <laughs> I abstained. I didn't like either one. <laughs> um, listen, I will. I will drink some shitty beer and make up a game as we go. <laughs> if it means not getting railed by a Corey size member. Yes. Fuck you, Corey. <laughs> Fuck you, Corey. <laughs> I, I'm gonna start referring to Corey as Boom Boom Jocked Corey. The Boom Jocker himself. Yes. BJC. 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 Ah. So let me ask you guys this one. Since being isolated from the majority of the outside world, what home project have you done or planning on uh, planning on doing? Fucking nothing, man. I've yeah, been wa- not, <laughs> none and none. <laughs> Listen, I'm literally watching TV until I have to go to work. And then I'm coming home and watching more TV. Like my my catalog of shit that I've always said I need to watch but haven't is going to go down to zero fucking quick. Yeah, dude, I'm not doing shit. I'm working and like I promise these next two nights because like we were supposed to go away somewhere, you know, as as a family this weekend, and obviously that all got shut down. So like, you know, my kid's only four. He doesn't understand what's going on. He's had a lot of disappointment through all this as far as like school and field trips and vacation that he was looking forward to. So it's like, you know, I put it, I put a tent up in my living room and I told him that, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, so-called camp out. So that's what I'm going to be doing the next two nights is either sleeping on my couch or in my living room floor. So I ain't doing shit, man, because I'll be waking up Monday and going back to work. I'm just gonna listen. He's got a he's got a football podcaster as a father. Disappointment. He understands. Not, not only that, but like Monday, your your back is that's awesome. Your back is gonna be so fucked up from sleeping on the floor. Like, just don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, I do it. He he likes it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we I have a I have an old swing set that. You know, we've had it for for five or six years, and it's kind of the Florida weather's kind of beating it up. So we've talked about tearing it down for a while. So I'll probably eventually, while we're quarantined, uh, get out there and take it down. But short of that, like it's it's basically Netflix, Disney Plus, CBS All Access. Like those are my friends right now. So that swing set does it have like? 
Does it have like waterproofing on it or is it you know, stained or finished at all or anything like that? It was stained and finished, but it, like, like I said, it lasted a couple of hurricane. well, a tropical storm, a hurricane, you know, all the summer rains and everything. It's just kind of, and plus my kids are both uh, a little bit too big for it. Like my, my daughter's 13 uh, and so she's too big and she still swings on it. And then my son is seven, but he weighs He's 83 pounds. <laughs> yeah. My son, my son's 83 pounds at seven. Uh, and, and he's not fat. No, like he's, he's just, he's an ogre. He's, he's tall and just big. So. Okay. So who, who wins in a fight, your son or Mike, right? My son for sure. Yeah. Mike's not oh, beating up a, right. an autistic kid. That's just not going to happen. Well, and here's the thing. My son uh, will fight dirty. Yes. Especially, hey. listen, all he has to do is... Whatever gets the job done, If man. Mike Wright were to take my son's iPad, oh, my son would it's on. beat Mike it's Wright on. within an inch of his life. <laughs> Lessons learned in life, yep. man. Lessons learned. So I, the project I'm actually going to start doing is I've been wanting to put a fire pit in the backyard for the longest time. So like I have like the little a little metal one, but I want to, you know, dig up some of the grass, put down some rocks, and then build up a rock fire pit around it. And that that's gonna be my maybe not this weekend because I work tomorrow, but probably the following weekend. I think I'm gonna get that done. George, I want visual confirmation that you did this. Yeah, it um, won't happen. No, it, he's, and it he's better gonna, not be a picture with your nipples. No, he's going to Google that. Google he's going to Google that shit. And then there's going to be a watermark down in the bottom corner of the picture because he didn't know how to cut, crop it out. And no, be a picture, it's not going to happen. No, a, so the same thing. A picture of me with my feet up on it so you know it's me. And I'm at somebody else's house. I'm not buying it. I'm yeah, not buying either. it. I'm gonna go over. Nope, to, me I'm, I'm gonna go. Over, I'll believe it when I see it. I'm gonna go over to Jeff's house and take a selfie with his. <laughs> well, yeah, but you forget that I know Jeff. I know, and and Steve doesn't. But uh, you forget that I know Jeff and and have seen his fireplace. So if I see his fireplace, I'll know. No, I, and I'll be able to tell Steve. Honestly, this is gonna happen. Seriously, it's gonna happen. Uh question. I have to add one, Steve. Before we get into the next question, something's killing me. What the fuck is that picture behind you, Steve? It's just some random fucking picture that's just whatever. It's a canvas that just has designs on it. Like what know. hotel are you staying at? It's a puzzle. What hotel are you uh, staying at or where did one what of lobby the, one did of you the, steal that from? One of the dirtiest, cheapest ones. I mean, you see that picture, but then you see like the Paw Patrol tower right below it, right? I do. That listen, we we have that Paw Patrol tower. This is had. like this is like my office slash kids toy room that's in a cheap hotel. Yes. Okay. All right, question number so eight. So if you can put all that together. Question, Jason, question <laughs> number eight is actually something we haven't done before on this show. And I figured I'd- So it's classy. I'd, I'd work it in. Oh, no, it's, it's un- definitely not- It's unprecedented. It's unprecedented. It's a first for the show. Uh, so you need to, if it's unprecedented, you need to deliver it in Trump's voice. No, no, I don't. Question okay. number eight. <laughs> Truth <laughs> or dare? Steve, I'll let you go first. Ooh. Shit. <laughs> uh, truth. Truth. When was the most uh when when was the most inappropriate time you you ever let out a fart? Oh man. Shit, I inappropriate. I don't care. You, you let it go, you let it go. I mean, that was an easy uh, one. Yeah. Third, third. Now I'm going to say truth. Shit. Honestly, like I can't even think of a time, man. Like you never it's, let it's, one rip in church? 
Well, I mean, you know, you 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 slowly slide it out, you know, but you you can control that. So how about this? Instead of that question, have you ever thought one was going to be silent and that didn't happen? Oh yeah, that's a, I, yeah, that, that, I mean, like, what was the that, worst the worst time when that happened? Can you think? Oh, I know off the top of your head. <laughs> I mean, probably one of the first times I was ever around, like my wife's family, and we were dating. You know, like just here's the worst thing about farting is like, so I at work I sit alone all by myself over in in my own little area. I have like a, a cubicle around me, um, and I will go long stretches with nobody coming over. So I like everybody's working. I can hear everybody working, doing their thing. And I'll be like, okay, I'm going to let one go. And it's, it's like the foulest smelling stink you would think of. And, of and course, then somebody walks of up course, on you. That's yeah. the moment where people walk over. Like, yeah. I've I, had that a few times. It's constantly that way. Like I won't let them go. And then I'm like, okay, nobody's come over. They're all busy. Everybody's doing their job. And then somebody's like, I have a question for you. I'm like shit. Why right now? Hey, that's uh, those times I'm like, hey man, at your own risk, do what you gotta do. You know, just just keep your mouth. Can I wonder if you can spread the COVID through farts? Probably, it's possible. I mean, it is it, it is airborne. If it's coming, I mean, if it's coming out of my ass, the answer is no, because nothing a lot <laughs> comes out of my ass. Well, I mean, if it's coming out of your ass, I mean, that just goes back to the juices. You're gonna get something more than COVID, right? <laughs> all right, all right, Jason, truth or dare? I mean. If I, uh, dare? Why not? All right. So you're gonna sing a song of Steve of Steve <laughs> and my choosing. So Steve, we need to come up with a song here for Jason to sing. I mean, you realize <laughs> I edit this, so I can just cut it right out. Don't be a pussy. That's horse shit. Don't be a pussy. I will plus, be very angry with you. Plus, I have to know the song. That that that's this is true. Ah <sighs> man, we need something classic that that we we, we know he would know. Um, some rock and rolls because Jason's Jason's a rock and roll guy, or maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe he sings like the Barney theme song or something like that. You know? Oh, you know what? I, I think I got a good one. All right, uh, Steve, what do you think about the uh, theme song for Paw Patrol? I like it. There you go. Do it. There you go, Jason. You got to sing the theme song for Paw Patrol for us. Oh, I got to look up all the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> So, like a while back, I would have known them by heart because my son watches it all the time. But it's been a while. I think we should get we should get Eli in there and let him sing that. <laughs> He's a, it's ten thirteen. My son, yeah, is I, I know he is. I know he is. Uh, lyrics. Hold on. This is great. This is, oh yeah, this, this is, is great. So I had all right. Go ahead, Jason. So when when this episode gets released on Twitter, like we need to have one of the Paw Patrol characters as a gif in there. <laughs> okay, ready? Yep. Remember, I don't get embarrassed, so what do I care? Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol will be there on the double. <laughs> Whenever there's a problem around Adventure Bay, Ryder and his team of pups come and save the day. Marshall, Rubble, Chase, Rocky, Zuma, Sky. Yeah, they're on the way. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, whenever you're in trouble. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, we'll be there on the double. No jobs too big, no pups too small. Paw Patrol, we're on the roll. So here we go. Paw Patrol, whoa, whoa, whoa. Paw Patrol. 
<laughs> Boom. Dude, you nailed that. Well done, Jason. I love that You nailed that. You want to know what? I would give up social distancing to high five you for that <laughs> one right there. We'll do the we'll do the uh, demolition man high five. So so do you want to know what the other truth and the other dare? <laughs> We're all doing it right now. <laughs> do, you, do you guys want to know what the other okay, truth George. the other dare was? So the other the uh, the other, wait. What's that? Go ahead. I say the other yeah, go ahead. the other truth question was what's the most expensive thing you've ever stolen? That that was going to be for Jason if he would have took truth. And had Steve done the dare, uh, it would have been drink a small cup or a shot of a concoction that Jason and I come up with, and it would have been stuff that typically oh dear god it would be just be stuff typically you could find you know in your refrigerator or in your pantry or whatnot. I don't trust that, and I'm glad I went down the path that I went. I uh, I would have asked you. I would have asked you to go into your fridge, uh, find some leftovers, blend them, and then drink it. I mean, that's easy. I, I, but we would especially because we just had soup for dinner. I, I, no, no, I'd have I'd have got to figure out what leftovers. I, I would have asked for a grounded up hot dog, some mayonnaise, some a little bit of vinegar. And whatever the spiciest uh, sriracha, sriracha, if you have. I see where, where you're go, where you're going with that. You start out with hot dog and then mayonnaise, and then you're going back back to the beginning of the show. We we're talking about dick. You know what I mean? You're just you're right back there, man. Ah, uh, yes, wieners. Um, everything comes full circle. It does. It always comes full circle. Question tips. Question number nine. <laughs> Question number nine. Uh, this is one Jason and I have discussed before. Uh, obviously, with this being your first time going through this experience, and yes, I'm going to consider this an experience. Pizza, tacos, and wings. Cannot eat one for the rest of your life. Which one goes? Oh, God. You might as well just freaking take my life away from me. Um, Damn. And, and when I say tacos, like I'm going to throw burritos, enchiladas, anything with like the soft shell or even a hard stuff shell. like Taco Bell. Yeah, basically. Like, you know how Taco Bell has like, they have 32 different ingredients and they make 187 different things out of it. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm talking about. You don't get any of those things. Yeah, dude, you're, you're talking about authentic Mexican food. You know what I mean? Not it's... what I'm talking about Taco Bell. No. No, that's that's I'm well, yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Taco Bell is as, as authentic as you can get. Um, damn, man. Only so one of them I can't have the rest of you my life. Have the rest of your life, pizza, wings, or tacos. Hmm. Well, I guess the easiest thing to integrate into pizza and tacos are would be what could bake up wings. So I guess I'm, I'm man, no, because wings and beer, God, it's so good. <laughs> <clears throat> I hate you right now, George. Thank you. Everything is wrong. The world is wrong. I- I'll tell you now. I can't, get, I, can't, I can't give up Taco Bell, and I love pizza, so I'm going to go wings. All right. I'm giving up the tacos. Like, I love pizza. I love wings. Wings, I would take wings over pizza and tacos. So... It came down to pizza and tacos for me, and I'm going to get rid of the tacos. See, I eat pizza and tacos more than I eat wings. And wings, now see, like wings, I could take that and I could cut that shit up and throw it on my pizza. 
I can throw no, it on my taco. You're not allowed to have it. It's not necessarily a wing, though. Once I cut it up, it's just like shredded chicken, and you throw it on there. So, my my, I'm gonna. Was, I'm, this this is my cop out. Like <laughs> okay. I love wings. you guys have had yours already. This is my <laughs> cop out. <laughs> I love wings more than I like the other two. But here's the thing: I feel like I could eat burritos and tacos and then pizza more often than I can eat wings. Because even though there's a bunch of different ways to do wings, it's all like the same handful of flavors on the same piece of chicken but like with tacos i could have shredded chicken i could have beef i could have pork i could have you know there's like the, you could have all the different meats on your tacos you can have all the different like bean burritos all of that stuff it huge variety and then there's pizza which again like there's just a massive variety of the ways you could have good pizza and there's only a handful of ways to have good wings so even though wings are my favorite of the three i'm cutting them out because there's not enough variety there for me to to sustain you are you way overthought that i did <laughs> that was very analytical yes you're welcome so it's no wonder you're involved with fantasy football as well there you go see Qu- question number 10 and this is pro- by far probably one of my favorite questions of the night oh boy who would you rather be trapped in an elevator with for 10 hours Gary Busey or Fran Dresser? I, I'm not physically afraid of Fran Dresser. I can be annoyed by her, so that I'm, that I'm just starting there. Like, I don't think... Like, Gary Busey, even if we start off friends, three minutes in, he'll forget that. <laughs> and you still have nine hours and 57 minutes to go, so I'm going Fran Dresser. I can, like, cover my ears. Almost ten hours of la 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 is fine by me. I mean, if you're stuck in an elevator for 10 hours, Fran Dresser gives you the better opportunity for maybe a little bit of action. It might be a little squeaky. That's know, not necessarily true. You might get boonjocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably go with Fran Dresser. Uh, uh, Gary Busey, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, he's another option, too. I, he could pull a bunch of coke out and shit, and you can just have one hell of a party in the elevator. So no, no, literally, he is the other option. So I no, I, I went with Gary Busey on this one. I I want to take the Gary Busey experience. <laughs> I, I would I would ten hours stuck in the elevator with friend dresser. I would want to stab myself in the eyeballs with a rusty fork. Maybe I'd want to stab but myself if in you're, the ears. Yeah, probably the ears. I want to stab Busey, myself in the ears with friend dresser. But if you're with Busey, he might stab you in the ears with a fork. That's and fine. You might not be ready. For I it. will take I, I will take my chances with Gary Busey. I do not want to listen to friend dresser. Bitch Mona complained for 10 hours about being stuck in an elevator. Yeah, but Gary Busey, I mean, that there's a lot of personalities in there. And those teeth, they scare me. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's, it's the Gary Busey experience. I'm going for the experience with Gary Busey. I don't want to listen to Fran Dresser for 10 hours. I would rather, Man, I'd rather I, be dead. Hey, but- Best of luck to you, dude. I mean, because I mean, I guess with Gary Busey, you are getting a lot of people. You never yeah, know who you're hanging exactly. out with from minute to minute. So that's 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 another way to look at it too. Like, so I guess that's not a bad. You're, you're no longer alone with Gary Busey. There's at least ten other people in there with you. Yeah, and I mean, he's played a lot of roles in his life too. So I mean, some of those might come up. You get a little nostalgia. You yep. just, you know start looking back on some movies and talking about that. All right. So that was the. The 10 questions of the 20 stupid questions, but we're only asking 10-ish. I do have two bonus questions. Uh, I I know Jason was wondering where these two questions were going to come in at. 
They are asked on every episode, pretty much every episode we've ever done. Um, question number 10A. Does pineapple belong on pizza? I'm okay with it. Okay. By okay with it mean would so here's the thing. Would you order pineapple? So on like pizza? I'm okay I'm okay with it. Don't get me wrong. Like I understand why people do it. That doesn't mean I'll order it or if there's another option that doesn't mean I'll eat it. So so rephrasing the question, would you seek out pineapple on pizza? See, I don't mind a Hawaiian pizza every now and then with pineapple on it. Pineapple, ham, bacon, like shit goes well together in, in my mind. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I'm not mad at it. And I have at times purposefully ordered it. There you go. So at times you've been wrong. Okay. <laughs> hey, whatever, dude. That's fine. And then and a question 10B, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? No. You are correct, sir. You you are one of the very rare people that answer these questions. So, like, we've done this numerous times. Typically, if you think pineapple belongs on pizza, you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. If you don't think pineapple belongs on pizza, you don't think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. You'd be shocked at, at the amount of times that those two questions are answered the same by individuals. Yeah, yeah, it's like 85% yeah. of the times we've asked that. It's Does like, Die Hard take place during Christmas? Yeah, but it's not a Christmas movie, dude. It's not by any means. I argue that with people every year. It drives me nuts. Just because the Christmas tree is in the background doesn't mean it's a Christmas movie. No, just a, We don't have to get into all the argument again, <laughs> but he he is correct. He's occasionally wrong on pizza, but 100% correct on Die Hard. And I would say he's 100%. No, I am always right on pizza. I would say he's 100% correct on pizza, and his Die Hard knowledge is very questionable at best. <laughs> so, those So I think I think that 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 ends up the uh the 20 Come out to the coast. We'll get together, have a few laughs, you know. That uh that's that settles the uh, twenty stupid slash ten ish questions. <laughs> Listen, we're we're an hour and almost thirty minutes into this thing. Like, imagine ten more of those. Well, we wouldn't have gotten. I might have to sing. I might have. Uh, I might have had to sing like Pinky in the Brain or I don't know some other shit. By the way, I've, I'm fully ready to do that. If I need to. <laughs> <laughs> that might be on the next truth or dare. Like I, no, I think I, uh, I totally no, think I'm, no. I'm going to integrate that truth or dare questions into every show going forward because I like those. Yeah, but you know what? Next time, uh, I'm doing the truth or dare. No, they're my questions. Yeah, it's your turn. Your turn. Nope. My questions. My segment, Jason. <laughs> you have zero. All right. You have zero input on that segment. You know it, and that's the way it's going to remain. Steve, this is the end of the show. This is the time we like to say uh, you can plug yourself. So anything, anything you want to talk about, anything you want to bring up that, you know, besides like being on sleeper wire, anything you want to plug, plug it. I mean, nothing too crazy, you know, just if, if you guys enjoy fantasy football, which is mostly what I do, you can find me pretty much any platform at aspect 21. That, that's, that's my handle. That's where you can get me. Um, you know, we talked about a little bit at the beginning about myself. That's what it is. A pretty simple guy. I like to have fun, enjoy life, so on and so forth. So, uh, you know, outside of that, I mean, you just 
everybody stay safe out there, man. You, you know, we're all going through some shitty times right now. We all need to get through it together. So just be safe. Do what you got to do. And, you know, be be smart about you and yours. And, and you know, there's brighter days ahead. Uh, uh, Steve, as Jason was alluding to, this is going to be the end of the show. Um, is there any message or words of wisdom or anything like that you'd like to leave uh, our thousands and millions of listeners with here at the end? I mean, the ultimate thing that everybody out there should know and understand is fuck you, Corey. <laughs> that's about right. That no, sounds about right. <laughs> you know, in these troubling times, uh, we, those words of comfort and joy, like those. We can all come together around the notion of fuck you, Corey. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck you, Corey. I mean, it's valid. It really is. <laughs> so, with that said, guys, if you wanna if you wanna find more of our shows, you can go to bftgpodcast dot com. You can you can hear us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on all the all the stuff and things everywhere where you get bad podcasts and good podcasts. Like we're in there, we're somewhere in between, right? Like we're out there. We're not. You can bad. find us there. You're good. listening. <laughs> you guys, are the boom jocks, the boom jock of. Of the podcast okay. world? I'll take that. Yep. Like, I will take that. Uh, but are we giving or taking? Uh, Depends on the show. It's 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 walking a line. It's so walking a line. if you want to email us, bftgpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to find me on Twitter, it's bftgjason. If you want to find me on the Sleeper app, I'm at bftgdrmill. George, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at bftgpod. You can find me on the Super app. I'm at BFTGEO. And uh, remember, so it's kind of died down. There's not a lot of sports. But remember, every year we raise money for Toys for Tots. If you want to donate money uh, to our Toys for Tots charity, uh, PayPal, BFTGpodcast uh, at gmail.com. And uh, as always, we're raising money on the Sleeper Wire show. Um, so you can donate. You can find uh, Sleeper Wire show. It's at Sleeper Wire show. And you can donate money to the charity there as well. Um, so with that said, it's been a long time since I've been able to say this. Thank you for taking a break from your daily grind. that's a part of leadership is to have some of the guys that have gone before that uh, have been disappointed uh, to share it with everybody involved. For me, it's a reminder. I too have been here 23 years and uh, it is a reminder. I've been here when it was glory hole days and I've been here when it wasn't. And so having said that, uh, uh, I want me some glory hole.